0: find that there are any differences in working with an older actor versus working with a younger actor?
1: Oh yeah, sure. Older actors seem to be better at listening usually, um, which is interesting to me. Um, But younger actors um, tend to be able to learn lines faster um, that doesn't tend to be a problem. It can be. Certainly age doesn't have that much to do with it. Um, but but sometimes it does. But so so I, I see a lot of that. The, the biggest thing for older actors that I've seen, and I'll, I'll just mention this because I think it needs to be heard. You know, literally 100% of all auditions since the pandemic have been on self-tape. Um, before the pandemic, probably 20% were on self-tape. So it was already becoming a thing, right? Now it's been 100% for so long and it's going to stay 100%, I think, mm-hmm. even after the pandemic's over, um, at least for the first call, right? Callbacks, maybe they'll do in person at some point, but I, they can see so many more people this way and blah, blah, blah. But older people are having real issues with, with doing self-tapes and uploading them and all the technical stuff that's... required. It's not their thing. And I'm talking about people that are older than me. There are some.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and and th- so, so that's a big problem for them because they're, I, I heard a lady stand up in a national SAG after national board meeting, uh, and she was a guest. But she, she was a really working actress. You knew who she was, you know. And she said, I'm leaving the industry because I just can't do these self-tapes. Mm. Again, this was before the pandemic. hmm um, and, and, but a lot of auditions were already starting to go that route. Mm-hmm. And so that, that, and it's too bad because they also overstep, I think with actors, even young actors, cause they ask you to do all these different kinds of shots. And, and sometimes they'll even say, you know, and, and we want to use this footage as a part of the show or some stuff like that. And it, it's not okay. You know, you're, you're suddenly expected to be a cameraman and a gaffer and, you know, and sound and everything. Um. So, yeah, uh, off track, you know me, I'm just going to go and go off.
0: What is the most rewarding part of your work?
1: Um, when someone gets better when someone does a really good job with something i, I get it out of acting in class um uh, when i when i see them uh, uh put up a scene and they and they you know and they take the notes and and it just soars and i, I mean that's that's a rush for me um same with uh, being on set it's different because on set there's more pressure um and and you you step in in between takes and talk to the cast and you only have maybe you know, twenty seconds to forty seconds usually uh, between takes, and and so I have very little I can say. I I, I hold my minis like I have. The script right and, and it comes in what are called minis their sides um, and and they they look like that on inside and it's just a script and and then i'll sit there and follow it and then i'll circle my uh the line that they said hopefully i'll remember what the note was and uh, as soon as they say cut i have like 20 30 40 seconds to say what i need to say to them uh, and they can't look at me first. <laughs> they have to look at the director first or the directors get mad. <laughs> so when the director says cut, I, I tell the actors they have to, you know, make sure you remember when they say cut, look at the director first. See what they have. If they have something to say, listen to them. If they don't, then you can look over to me and then I'll tell you what I need to tell you. But that 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 to me, and then when they do it again, sorry, when they when they do another take and and it works and it's really good, you know. And then they say, cut. And the actor looks at me and goes, you yeah. know, yeah, that's awesome. That's great. You know, uh,
0: if I am not mistaken or if memory serves me, you started
1: as a kid actor,
0: too. Correct. Didn't I'm you? sure. Okay.
1: But, yeah. Um, I mean, not not like you, uh, but but I did. Oh, um, you were out there in the
0: trenches. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, well, I think I've seen some of your headshots from when you were, uh, I think, our little league days. <laughs>
1: little league days. That's right. Well, we played little league together, uh, you and I. I have to just say that, so it's now on the record. Uh-huh. Um, uh, what team was that? Was it the Twins? Orioles. The Orioles. With your brother Stephen. Yeah, right, right. That's right. The Orioles. Oh, didn't even know they were from Baltimore. Uh-huh. Um, and, <laughs> um, are, you, yeah. are you still acting? Uh, no, I really not. Uh, I, no so I, I, well, no, I won't say that. I, I act for an audience of me. Um, I, I, I don't want to f- go senile any sooner than I have to. So, um, I I've taken about uh, two years ago, I started learning monologues, um, and, and poetry. I have the Raven down 18 verses, buddy. 18, Okay, I'm just saying. it's um, yeah, a lot it's, of verses. It is, and they're long verses. Anyway, it's it's um, it's kept me going and I really enjoy it. I've learned some really wonderful Shakespeare speeches that I in all my time working, I never really learned. What's a like character play? that you'd like to play? Oh, still well, that I'm that I could play. I mean, I ain't gonna play Hamlet no more. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would love to play, I think I probably could still do Richard the Third but um, uh, I'm, I'm getting pretty close to Lear, uh, <laughs> and, you know? Um, so it, it just depends. I, my dream role has always been Richard III. I've always wanted to, to play that. Um, and and I only started learning speeches from it recently, just for the fun of it.
0: <laughs> when you were acting, what were the first thing that you did to research and, and,
1: and approach a role? Um, I'd read the play two or three times. Or the, or the screenplay. Um, um, that, that's almost always the first thing I'll do is read it at least twice. Um, and, and then um, I would break it down uh and and you know a lot of times you hear that in in acting classes or whatever the director will say break down the script or actors will say it uh, i i have yet to find a universal definition of breaking down the script For for me breaking down the script is um asking uh four basic questions uh what's the objective that is what my character wants in my class it's is, has to be said in five words or less, if possible. Uh, I want the, the girl. I want the job. I want the money. First two are I want. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is uh, what's the obstacle? What's getting? Or what's an obstacle? What's getting in the way? Identify obstacles. Um, there can be more than one, but there's usually only one objective. And it's also usually w- what you want from the person you're talking to. Uh, and then the third one is stakes. That is not uh, like a prime rib or whatever. It's like uh, a stake through the heart. What, what's, what's at stake? If you don't get your objective, if the obstacle wins, whatever, and you don't get it, What's going to happen? It should be bad. I find myself telling actors to raise the stakes a lot on set. Um, uh, And then the fourth one is, uh, I I call it do. A lot of people have better uh, words Um, I I, I like simplicity. Uh, Do, what are you going to do in the scene to try to get your objective? And I tell actors you should have two or three do's, two or three things during a scene that you are going to do to try to get your objective right and, and so that's ber- the, the, the first part of breaking down a script for me is those four questions. Mm-hmm.
0: What things do you think an actor can do to stand out amidst all the
1: incredible competition that's out there? Honestly, I mean, there, there's only so much that an actor can do. I think I mean, you know, it it's, sounds trite, but, but be, be good. Um, and, and being good, you know, people think, oh, I'm good. I'm a good actor. I'm a good actor. And, and I'm just like, what are you basing this on? You know, how hard have you worked to, to be good? You know, and, and I look at actors and like, here, I'll drop a good name, right? Um, um, I, I Jason Momoa, um, who is now really, really famous.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah. uh, When he was young, he was... A really pretty face, (laughs) you know, and, and body to go with it. Um, And I coached him, I coached him on Baywatch. And I mean, the whole series all the way through 22 episodes. Um, uh, And, and I coached him, I mean, that whole season, Uh, I coached him on a Baywatch movie that, that we did together, which was, you know, more. And then I coached him on a TV show called North Shore, which was a Fox show and another 22 or so episodes. Um, so I worked with him quite a lot. And I was actually brought on to North Shore specifically for Jason. Um, that was not the case on, on, on Baywatch, but um, uh, I, so anyway, I, I got to know him and he was doing other series at the time too. He was doing that Stargate or something. And then he got Conan, I remember. But, um, and he, he came to my class and he came to, you know, and then I, and I coached him, you know, daily and people are like, you know, yeah, pretty boy. And he got famous, you know, I mean, yeah, he did. He, he definitely capitalized on his looks for sure. Um, I mean, you look like that and obviously that's a huge help, but, and I mean this, but Jason had a lot of issues, not a lot, a couple, <laughs> but they were good issues or bad issues. But Jason, you can never say, nobody can tell me Jason did not work hard. Hmm. He worked hard and he partied hard, but he worked hard. And when he wasn't training with me, he would be on the off season. He'd be in class in LA and, and he trained with different teachers and, um, and he kept getting better. And kept booking work, and I and I, I grant you that that his looks played a big part. But I'll tell you something: he looked just as good in Conan as he did in Aquaman, and Conan was a bust. He was okay; he didn't do a, a terrible job. I didn't see the movie, but I saw some clips, and um, but his acting wasn't as good as it kept getting. He just keeps getting better, and and he he keeps working on it, and um, you know. I mean partying can take away from that, I think, but, but you, know, you, you can't substitute anything for hard work. And, and a lot of actors don't. And I'm sorry, but I, I see it so much in class. I see the ones that do, and then I see the ones that don't. And, and a lot of times the ones that don't are expecting that things should just go their way. And you know, just being pretty doesn't do it. I think, you know, as pretty as Jason is, I don't know if he would have uh, hit the way he did. How did
0: Jason hit the way he did? What, what do you attribute to his incredible success?
1: His looks? No. Um, um, that certainly but is a part of it, yeah. His looks, I'll tell you, exactly.
0: But not his every, looks. you need more than that, though. Cause...
1: Right. His looks opened the door. The doors.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: His looks definitely did that. But his work is what... So... He's booking these shows where he's just a pretty boy, Baywatch, North Shore, you know, whatever. Even Stargate, he was pretty badass um, uh, looking. I saw pictures. Um, um, but then he had an audition for, um, what was it called? Game of Thrones. He had done Conan, I think, already. And it was like nothing. It was a, a flop, right? And he wanted to get cast on this Game of Thrones. And he, for the audition, he did the haka, which is a—it's uh, actually from uh, uh, Australia and and
0: yeah, I think I've seen that, yeah,
1: yeah, and and but uh, a lot of Hawaii has adopted the the haka and does it because there's so many people from from those islands too, uh, and and so the haka is pretty big at UH University of Hawaii where Jason went, and and so he he had picked that up, and basically. He thought it worked really well for this character of hmm. Carl Drago or whatever the character's name was, and and uh, he did that for the audition. And they said that's what that totally sealed it. They they loved him from that, and and he he booked the part. So to me, he didn't get it from his looks, not that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, his looks didn't hurt clearly, but they wanted they wanted the badass, and he he brought that. He brought
0: uh, up a a choice that showed them what, what took them to work. The, exactly,
1: exactly. And a choice is something that that is is the it's the um, the outcome. It's it's the 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 creation of all his time training and his experience working and stuff. All those things went into him to enable him to make a choice, especially a choice like that, which was. Uh, quite, I mean, who does that, mm-hmm, right? Right, right? But the people that do that are the people that book parts. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my advice to an actor is when you find the role that you really believe you must have, because you can bring something special to it, then you have to do something special to get it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Speaking of of work, how do you hustle up work for yourself? You have your class, that's one thing, but you mentioned these shows. how yeah. How do you get into that group of acting teachers that are called to do these shows and do you wait for the call or do you do some pro pro like you
1: proactive yeah proactive things to yeah so, so so I I no I should say no, not yeah. Because I don't nearly enough and I, and I, I should. Um but I because I'm living now in Portland, there's just not that much production. I don't even really want to drive to Seattle to work, you know. So so that's like three hours, I think. Um, um so shows that shoot in Portland uh or shows that shoot in Hawaii because I do have places I could stay there. So um because I lived there so long. I would uh, like, I, there's one show in the last five years, I think that I applied for in Hawaii and didn't get, or at least, I don't know, they haven't started shooting it yet. So it's, it's a new one, but they're, they're going to be using a lot of local actors. So I thought, yeah. Find apply. out
0: about shows and then you apply for them.
1: If, if in fact, uh, yeah, I, that would be the thing I should do. Yes. And, and do.
0: applying I'm is just sure. sending them your resume or, or calling them, and, yeah. and I mean, them I have, on the resume you sent them or.
1: Yeah, not really. It's, it's kind of like acting. I just submit the resume. Um, I have um, with the resume, I have a couple of letters of, you know, recommendation from executive producers. uh, A couple of them that have said such wonderful things that uh, Harry bring he rest in peace is, was a producer of um, extraordinary uh, um, ability. And uh, he just passed away last year. um, Suddenly, uh, and um, But he, he was doing, um, oh, what was the one, CSI? Is it that one? One of those big shows that just, just ended, but it was on for like you know, 15 years or something. Anyway, he, uh, Criminal Minds, that's what it was. Criminal Minds, he was a co-executive co-exec- producer. Um, but he also was a producer of like Melrose Place and all these other shows. He did uh, North Shore with me and um he wrote a letter that says (laughs) from him saying i didn't want to hire a coach uh because you know the last thing i wanted to do was add crew Um, but i found that scott was able to help me hire more local actors because we're in hawaii so i didn't have to fly as many out and he actually saved more than his weekly salary uh by saving on the, the production that much money so um which was a great thing to, to see and, and it, it's just a great reason you know because producers they don't want to hire somebody they don't have to hire you know mm-hmm. you got to have a reason mm-hmm. um, i got brought on for jason momoa on one show because he he they couldn't understand him because mm. he's got lips the size of cleveland <laughs> but so, he, you know, and, it, and he was having trouble. He wasn't enunciating. And so, and, and there's an example of his work ethic, right? He, he I, I was brought on the show. I said, okay, first thing, you got to do some tongue twisters. And I gave him like three pretty hard ones. You know, one of them was big, big blue, badly bleeding blisters. Um, uh And, and because, you know, blah, 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 he needed a little bit of that. And, and um He came back the next day, he said, okay, I want three more. And I said, no, you have to get these down. You have to really get them down first. And he said, I got them down. And I said, no, not in one day. Come on, let me me hear it. Let me hear it. And I was like, whoa, you did get them down because I heard him when he was learning and he didn't have them at all, but he worked his butt off and that's what he does, you know? And so I gave him three more. He had them like two days later. Um, and then, then within a week uh, I had the editors coming up and saying, what did you do? Cause it's working. And, mm-hmm. and they're under, you know, it's, it's a lot clearer. They were actually talking about if we can't fix it, we're going to have to replace him. And, and this is all before he was anybody, you know, that like he is now, uh, but they they were actually talking about replacing him because of that, and mm. you know, and yeah, it's that's crazy. So again, it wasn't his looks; it was his work ethic that saved the job for him.
0: You're a former actor, current acting coach. Yes, sir. Why are you not in L.A. What? Why did you? What made you decide to? Was it
1: because I don't have Hawaii to be-
0: first, and then Seattle? I mean, what made what was the impetus for these moves?
1: Well, no, I never never lived in Seattle. I mean, not since I was a baby. Uh, I, I lived, moved to Portland, though. Yeah, um, and uh, and that was only about five years ago, maybe six, um, almost. Um, Your first move from LA was Hawaii? Y- yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I I, <laughs> I took a job for two years in Guam, <laughs> which we don't have to count. It was an energy acting draft. coach. Well, no, I was entered, although I did teach classes, I made my, made sure that I was actually doing some classes while I was doing this other job. So I have taught acting in Guam, uh, but I was the entertainment director for a, um, they, nobody understands this because nobody's been to Guam, right, mostly. Um, but it, it's, it's um, they have one street that's kind of like Rodeo Drive and, and all the Japanese tourists come and and they think they're in America. Um, they, they consider it to be like going to America, but it's much, much, much closer. So they just fly, you know, a couple hours and they're in boom, and they're in uh, Guam and they have the, the hotels, they have the, the, you know, uh, Planet Hollywood and the Hyatt and the Hilton and all the, all the Gucci stores and all those kinds of things, but it's all on one street. The rest of the island is Third world completely. Okay. Um, But, but down in Tumon Bay, right on the bay there on that one street, it's like, gold. And so um, there was a showroom and I literally was in charge of this uh, $2 million a year show with tigers and lions and um, motorcycles and magicians. I mean, it's just this huge thing. And I I just, I really didn't do anything. The show was already open when I got there and still running when I left. So all I did was bring in replacements and give notes every night and eat dinner. They serve for the dinner show. So I could have like (laughs) lobster every night if I wanted it. Um, um, And, uh, and so, yeah, so that, that was the job. It was like really cush and easy and yeah. So uh, I was there for two years. Otherwise, yeah. Hawaii has been it, Maui and Oahu and my, Daughter was born on Maui. Uh, Both my kids were raised on Maui and Oahu.
0: So other than it being a beautiful place, why did you move there in the first place?
1: um, Because I wanted, because my dad used to do shows there. And so we lived there uh, like half the year when I was growing up. And um, I always loved it and always intended to move back. Um, And I wanted to find a job there and couldn't, and it was always hard. And finally, uh, when I was on my way back from Guam, I, I was like, you know what? We're just going to go, and I'm going to make it work, and we're going to just see. And I started um, talking to people. I um, opened up a school for acting that year and um, uh, never looked back. I booked, I booked Baywatch shortly after that helped. <laughs> um, uh,
0: Baywatch shot in
1: Hawaii? Yeah. Yeah. Baywatch Hawaii, sorry, yeah, um, and and uh, and then yeah, and then that that immediately made me a, a presence there, and I was able to pick up students and.
0: Do you have any role models as acting coaches? Like, if you were to emulate another acting coach's career,
1: is there anyone that? uh you know, I don't know of any acting coaches' careers really. Um, uh, there was a, a teacher you asked me about my about teachers that I might have trained with, and there was another one that I didn't mention, and his name is uh, Glenn Cassell, and he's not much of a teacher, and I don't mean that as an insult, but I mean he's he's much more prolific as a director. Uh, but I was fortunate enough to to, to take. Uh, acting class with him a couple of times, and and um, he, he, I feel like like he uh, like like I approach things very similar to to him, and and what I at least what I remember from so long ago, uh, and and so I, I felt like that was a real influence on on what I teach, um, but everything else has been really what I get from my students that's that shaped me as a teacher um uh, really has you know mm-hmm. keep shaping me <laughs> Keep shaping me. I mean I think about my classes and I have like students that have been with me for for you know five seven geez, I got a couple that have been longer than that years right mm-hmm. um, and and then some that have been with me for five days <laughs> you know um and and I just I mean it's it's so challenging and, and it's so diverse I can't imagine you know, not having a great time doing it Hmm. the best job in the world people Uh, say they'd say acting coach on a tv show that that's like 14 hour days right and i'm like yeah. yeah it is and they're long and they go god that sounds like such hard work and i'm like oh, no, don't confuse it with that. It's it's not hard work at all. It's really long and tiring sometimes. Digging ditches is hard work, right? You know, you're treated like a king and you have as much food as you can eat. And you know, so yeah, no, it's it's not it's it's the best job in the world.
0: (laughs) How long do you think it takes? And you know, I don't know if there's an exact answer for this, but how long does it take for one to become a good actor? I, I was talking to a, a friend of mine that's a singer, and she has been sing with she has been with her same vo- vocal coach for about twenty years, and she's a professional singer. She does shows out live and stuff, but she just feels that she still continues to get something from them. Um, how does that work for <laughs> actors and acting coaches? Did yeah, it's, people it's tend so to scary. stay with you for like long periods of time. You kind of mentioned a little about the actor's five or six years, but.
1: um well, no, I mean, I have uh, uh, 10 years, a uh, couple of actors that, that have been with me for 10 years. I have one actor that still takes my class, <laughs> um, but he also teaches one of my classes for me. He teaches my Saturday class in Hawaii, the foundation class there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he's literally, I mean, I met him on a TV show. I coached him. Uh, and um, I, I, was, I was working for the show though. So I, I just coached him as the, the, the day player of the day. Uh, and then he was really good. And I noticed he was good. And, and, um, and then they brought him back uh, later in the season and he played a completely different character, but he was a good enough actor that they just wanted to use him. So, so I coached him again. And then um, he started training with me. And, and that, was, that was 20 years ago. And now he teaches, my, like I said, my Saturday class, my foundation class. And he also sits in on other classes. He doesn't put a lot of work up, but he's busy doing other stuff. But I mean, you know, I, I do. I have a number of actors that have been with me for a long, long time. And the thing is, you, you should be with your coach as long as you're learning and getting better. That's all. And whether that's a year or that's 20 years, you know, as long as they can help you be better, why would you leave? Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. And, and, and the same is true. Why would you stay if, if you don't notice concretely that you're getting better, that specific things are happening that make you better? You worked on this scene and I mean, daily, if you're not getting that from a teacher, if you put up work, you should learn from that. And if you don't every single time, then you're probably in the wrong class. Mm-hmm. Certainly, you know,
0: so. Is talent more important than training?
1: Uh,
0: or are they equal or, or is training more important than
1: talent? Great question, Mark. Um, um, you know, they're, they both have their place. Um, what talent will do is it'll get you jobs, but if you, if you don't, uh, if you don't have, it's hard. Uh, uh, it's a hard question. You're, you're, you're asking which is more important?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Talent or or uh, training, training. I, I think really, so like I said, talent will get you jobs. I think training will get you a career. Yeah, I would agree with that. When you get a character to play that, that is not within your comfort zone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: then then you start to be like, well, oh, this could be a problem. And so what training is, what my class is, I tell my students, is a place you come to fail. And if you're not failing, then, then you're not doing it right. Because if you're only doing stuff you know you do well, then you're not expanding your comfort zone. And you certainly can't expand your comfort zone at work. That's not good. <laughs> you want to work within your comfort zone. Okay? So you want to do roles that you're, Already confident you could do well. That's why in class you want to bring in things you don't know you can do well. Things that scare you. Things that you're like, I don't know if I could just cry in this scene. Or I don't know if, you know, I don't feel comfortable with with rage, you know, and losing my temper. I don't know if I could really do whatever it is that you don't know. That's what you should be doing in class so that you do know. Mm -hmm. Right? So you can do it on the workplace because you can't experiment on set. I mean, you, you know, you have to do what you know works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think Sandy Meisner said that. I'm, I'm not not quoting him exactly, but he said something to that effect. He also, you asked me a second ago, uh, how, how long does it take to, to for an actor to, to, to get good? Um, Sandy Meisner was asked that question, and I'll use his answer because I believe it. He said 30 years, I think. Mm-hmm. Which, if you think, how long does it take to get a black belt? How long does it take to become an expert at anything?
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: So it um, doesn't mean you can't work right away. You can, but you're not going to necessarily do Hamlet, <laughs> you know, and do a great job at it. Um, and I think as long as, yeah, you, but you can start at any time. I, I had a great student that came to me to train, and he was like 65 when he, he came to me. And he had never acted a day in his life, never even had any thoughts about being an actor. He was an attorney, a very successful attorney in Honolulu. Uh, and, and Buck Ashford is his name. God bless him. And, and he, um, and he came and he said, I, he was really personable, you know, but a little old guy. Right. And he's like, what? I'm getting to be his age practically shit. Um, and he said, and he said, um, uh, I want to be an actor. And I was like, really? <laughs> okay. How come? What What? I I want to, I want to be in a movie or and I want to, I want to act and, and I want to, I want to learn it. So I'm coming to you. And I said, well, that's great. I would love to have you. That's, you know, he was the oldest student I think I had had. And, and at, at that point anyway, and, and he, I said, why, why did you, you know, come to me now? Why, why are you doing this? And he looked at me and he says, you want the truth? And I said, Buck, I always want the truth. And he said, well, the doctor gave me five years to live. Hmm. And this is on my bucket list. And this is before bucket list was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I looked at him and I, I made mean, my heart just dropped. What do you do when somebody says that to you? You know, mm-hmm. About five years. Jesus. And you want to take acting classes? Really? I mean, wow. Um, he trained with me, long story short, he was awesome. Mm-hmm. He he um I mean, he was well spoken and everything from being an attorney, I'm sure he was a smart guy. So so he could he could speak, you know, public speak. But he had an imagination that was like a little kids. And I I have yet to have someone with as rich an imagination walking in the door as as him. Um, I I mean, he just could become anything because he just believed it. He he let himself go and he'd play and he'd pretend. Mm -hmm. And he lived uh, another 10 years. Um, And I mean, literally he was in the hospital and I was talking to him on the phone a few days before he passed. And he was telling me about this trip he had planned. He had already bought a sailboat in like the, the Canary Islands and sailed it back from there to Hawaii with a crew of people and stuff. Um, I mean, he just he, he lived life. Like no one I ever, ever saw. Um, but I don't know why I, st- I went off on the Buck Ashford tangent. Shoot. Uh, oh, just because he started so late. He started so late. But, you know, so what? He got, I got to see, I helped him get into a film. Um, I cast him in a couple of plays. Uh, and then he worked for other directors. I mean, he really did a bunch of acting and just kept going. It was awesome. You know?
0: Well, not in any reference to him, but most actors do you find that they are pursuing this career because they wanna do substantial and meaningful work that will hopefully change society and the world or for the sound of applause and fame and all that kind of thing. I mean, you see
1: both, you really do see both and, and um, I try and be you know, a voice of reason and, and explain things the way that I see it anyway. Um, but but um, I mean, I definitely see my share of both. I think the, the ones, I see more uh, actors that are serious